want to go to Psalm 81, and I'm not going to read the whole thing, but it's interesting, and I want you to hear why it is so interesting. I think I'm going to start at verse 8 and read down to verse 16. Listen at this clearly. Hear, O my people, and I will admonish you. O Israel, if you will listen to me, there shall be no foreign god among you, nor shall you worship any foreign god. I am the Lord your God who brought you out of the land of Egypt. Open your mouth wide and I will fill it. Mm. Did you all hear that? Open your mouth wide and I will fill it. But my people would not heed my voice. My people wouldn't listen. And Israel would have none of me. They didn't want to be bothered with me. So I then gave them over to their own stubborn heart to walk in their own counsels. Oh, that my people would listen to me. Here's a plead from God. Oh, that my people would listen to me. That Israel would walk in my ways. I would soon subdue their enemies and turn my hand against their adversaries. The haters of the Lord would pretend submission to him, but their fate would endure forever. Listen at this. He would have. Say, he would have. I want you to listen at this clearly. He would have fed them also with the finest of wheat and with honey from the rock, I would have satisfied you. He would have, I would have. If you would have listened, if you would have obeyed, if you would have followed me, he would have, God said, I would have fed you with the finest of wheat. I would have gave you honey from the rock. I would have satisfied you. Look at somebody and just say, don't miss your opportunity. Don't miss your opportunity. Young people, don't miss your opportunity. Married people, don't miss your opportunity. Saints of Access Church, don't miss your opportunity. Preachers, don't miss your opportunity. Say that again. Don't miss your opportunity. Now the question that we must understand if one says, does God really care about my life? Does God really care about my spirituality? Bible says that God has everything we need that pertains to life and godliness. Are you hearing me? So, God wants us to acknowledge him in everything that we do. 
And this word, when it says, in all thy ways acknowledge him, it means include him in all that we do. But the problem is that God requires us to trust and obey him totally. Here is the problem. God requires us to trust him totally. But too many times we fail to totally trust and obey him. So then we create a misopportunity to see the blessings of God and the favor of God in our life. Now it's kind of like this. We sing that song, I surrender all. But a preacher said we really mean I surrender incrementally. <laughs> oh, I you know, surrender some things. Oh, I'll, I surrender what I want to give you. Not too many people surrender all. Are you hearing me? Now, this phrase you've heard, don't cry over spilled milk. You ever heard that? You know, it happened. Just get over it. You, you can't change it. Well, here in this psalm, God is lamenting over what could have been. God is really grieved over what could have been. Are you hearing me? He's really saying, Israel, this is where you could have been if you only would have trusted me. Now, why is this psalm so interesting? Well, this psalm is interesting I would say compelling, I would say intriguing, because it was written by Asaph. Asaph was a descendant of Gershon, who was one of the sons of Levi. So Asaph was a member of the Levites. You know, we, you know, musicians, Asaph was one of the three that David appointed to be over the music. So Asaph was a singer, he was a musician, and he was also a seer. So, so he, was, he was prophetic, but, but he, was, he was the president of the praise and worship team at, at, at Solomon's Temple, Church of God in Christ. <laughs> or, or before the temple was built, it was Tabernacle, Church of God in Christ. They were in a tent. But, but David was the one that brought music to the worship. You, you thank David for y'all having something to do. Uh, David was the one. King David was the one that brought that. And Asaph was one of the ones. Now, um, he, he was also a songwriter because Asaph is credited for about 12 psalms. Are you with me? Please stay with me. So interesting that um, um, he, 
he writes this psalm, here is the interesting, for a celebration. It was the celebration, it was called uh, the Feast of the Tabernacles. Now, um, it was a seven-day celebration. The people made little booths, and they, they made little booths, um, and they lived in the little booth. Um, and the focus of this celebration was to remind Israel from, of their redemption from Egypt and, and, and what of God's protection uh, and, and him sustaining him, God sustaining them in the wilderness when they did not live in homes. So they would leave their homes during this seven-day celebration and put up a little booth and, and they would celebrate remembering and praising God for their uh, deliverance. Now, here is the interesting thing. Asaph writes this for a celebration. But when you look at the psalm, it ends with what could have been. In other words, you would think, in other, in other words, kind of like you, you you want to you wanna shout and dance and clap your hands and someone will break out with the yes, Lord, praise. You'll be like, it, it, it didn't match. It, it really didn't match. But, but so I, I'm, I'm sitting here going, you mean to tell me you, 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 you end the psalm on what if, what could have been? But, but you have to understand, Asaph was a seer, so he says, this is what the Lord says, my people would not heed my voice. So here is a, a, a songwriter who gets it. So in other words, okay, if you're going to talk about deliverance, if you're going to talk about miracles, talk about the whole thing and say, you know what? We could have been further along if we obeyed God. We, we could have gotten into the promised land a little bit earlier. It would not have taken 40 years, but God's people wouldn't listen. Oh, y'all gonna have to pray for me on this one because this ain't gonna make you shout. He he, he sits there and, and, and says, um, this is where you could have been. This is where you could have been. You didn't fulfill your potential. And I'm sitting here going, what? During a celebration, you mean you had to bring this up? So... You, you, may, you may be wondering, was Asaph, was he trying to spoil the occasion? No. He, he's saying, I, I want you to understand Israel. I want you to understand church, that, that you can be religious and have no relationship. You can, you can go the tap in, in, in Israel's case, you can go to the tabernacle, you can sacrifice, but really don't have the relationship behind it. And then he says, Because I know you were religious, but you weren't didn't have relationship. Because as soon as 
some foreign God came your way, you went off and followed the foreign God. You, you, you said you were true to me, but you had wondering eyes. You, you, you said you were saved, but, but, but you know, you, you, when Moses went up to the mountain and you got a little restless, you built your own God. And to insult God a little further, you built a golden calf. I mean, if you want to serve a God, shouldn't it be a lion? <laughs> Brother Owen, shouldn't it be like an eagle, something strong? You're going to insult God and leave him for a calf? Not even a cow, a calf, a baby. Shows you the perspective that people have about God. And then on the nerve to say that, they seen the miracles and they said, this or these be the gods that brought me out. So Asaph, got, he, got it. He, he, had a, he had a thorough song. He, 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 he tells, uh, is what we call in songwriting, he, he was a folk writer, folk tale, you know, folk tale. Those country westerns tell the whole story, you know. Uh, you know, you know, my sweetheart left me and I was in the bushes crying and I almost shot myself with the rifle. So Asaph, he, he gets descriptive. And then he gets prophetic. So what does that have to do with us? How do I apply this psalm to me? It's, 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 a, it's a psalm of blessing. It's a psalm of celebration, but it's a psalm of reflection. Where am I in God? Where am I in God? Come on, say, where am I in God? Now, I know if I was saying praise him and turn your neighbor and twiddle around, you all would be excited, but I really want you to look at this psalm. Where am I in God? What? What, what, what opportunities has God given me that I should not miss? What, what, where, where, where should, am I right where God wants me to be or have I missed some steps? Am, am, I, am I lagging behind or am I right where God wants me? me to be. Well, let's look at some of the verses and we can, we can come up. One of the, one of the, one of the verses that, that caught my eye was, was uh, verse 10. Verse 10, put verse 10 on the screen. Verse 10 caught my eye. Listen, listen at this. I am the Lord your God who brought you out can we, can we get verse 10? Is it up there? Okay. Is that 10? Yes. Thank you. I am the Lord your God who brought you out of the land of Egypt. Now listen at this. Open your mouth wide and I will fill it. Now, now listen at Asaph. I like, he's a great songwriter because he, he says, 
don't just open your mouth. Open your mouth wide. It, it's a descriptive. Listen at this. He is saying that uh, don't limit what God can do for you. Be, be, be open enough to receive everything and not just something. He said, open your mouth wide. You ever see a bird, baby bird? Uh, 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 a, mother, uh, uh, a mother robin leaves her bird. And, and so I kind of followed the robin. I wanted to see where the nest was. So he had a worm in its mouth. And he flew up in the tree. So I watched the tree. And, and he gets up there. It was about three miles. All you saw was a little mile doing like this. I never saw any of the baby worms, uh, baby birds doing this. All three of them were like this. Even when, when she left out, they were still, in other words, they had their mouth wide open and they had it pointed to the source. The mother bird didn't have to bring the baby beaks up. They knew where the source. I will look to the hills from which cometh my help. My help does not come from Satan. My help does not come from the world. My help does not come from my bank account. My help cometh from the Lord. In other words, if your cup is small, don't blame the fountain. Y'all get that? If your cup is small, don't blame the fountain. If, if, if all you want from God is what you are limited to, it's not God's fault. He is an abundance. So he said, don't just open your mouth, open your mouth wide. Let him be savior. Let him be healer. Let him be keeper. Let him be deliverer. Let him be a job getter. Let him be a, a car buyer. Let him be everything. I heard someone say, you know what, you know, uh, I don't, I, don't, I don't pray, I don't pray for natural things. I got a job for that. <laughs> that's, that's somebody say that in a testimony service. I heard that. You know, I don't pray. I don't, I, I pray for things, but I don't pray for, I got a job. And God, I, you better pray for everything. The Bible says, pray for everything. Who gave you that job? Pray for everything. Get to the point now, <laughs> Lord, what gas station shall I go to? <laughs> I, I told my wife, uh, Wilson, I told my wife, I did something I have never done in my whole driving career. I did something that I've never done. I have never, ever in my whole life put $100 in a gas tank. On this Tuesday, I make an announcement to this church. My, my, I usually don't let my car get to almost eat. I put $101 and some cent, and it still didn't click. 
I, I guess I guess the debit card only approved only approved a hundred dollar. They gonna have to I guess they gonna have to re rethink what they do at gas station. It I mean it. I guess it was going to click, it was on full, but I, I never put $100 in a gas tank, ever. I ain't complaining, but I'm sitting here going, wow, that, I started to take a picture. I don't post online, but I sure should have posted that. But even in the midst of that, my mouth is wide open because I need God to help me. Come on, say, my mouth is wide open. Because whatever we open to God, he will fill it. Did you all hear that? Whatever we open to God, he will fill it. We don't give God everything. In other words, here's my next point that will go with this. We can only over-exaggerate people, but you can never over-exaggerate God. You know how you want to, you want to, you want to make the story, you know, so better, you know, you know, yeah, he, you know, I saw Michael Jordan do this dunk, you know, he jumped up to the rafters, he spent around, he twirled over the referees, and, and then he came and back, no, he didn't do all that. But we got to make it sound so so uh, unbelievable. You, you cannot over-exaggerate God. If, when, when any, anytime you can describe God, he's more than that. That's why he has so many names in the Bible. Because one name does not suffice. He's God, he's Father, he's Adonai, he's Jehovah, he's Savior, he's Jesus, he's Holy Ghost. He is so many things. He's Provider. He's wonderful counselor. He has so many names. You can never over-exaggerate God. Am I talking to myself? Come on, say God can do anything. What happened? Here's another, here's another something that I want to share with you. And what, what, what Egypt failed to understand. Look at verse 5. Verse 5. Verse 5 says, This he established in Joseph as a testimony when he went throughout the land of Egypt where I heard a language I did not understand. Listen at that. Where I heard a language. In other words, here is what he's what 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 is what supposed to be for Israel. They were supposed to be in a foreign land that they did not mix in. So the language they did not understand was really twofold. Yeah, they were in Egypt, but the language, in other words, you were never supposed to fit in to the culture, you were always supposed to be who God made you. You were never ever to conform, so everything should be foreign to God's people. Statistics tell me that Christians watch TV 
just as much as unsaved folk. Now, the divorce rate is just almost the same in the church as it is in the world. There are things, uh, another statistics that, that I pulled that says uh, youth in the church are having sex just as much as the people in the world. That's just a statistic. I'm not saying this church. But, but, but then when I look at that, where is the difference? In other words, you might be in church, but who is influencing, influencing you more? The church or the world? Y'all looking at me funny. Let me just go back to my roots. There should be a difference between saved and unsaved. There should be a difference between holy and unholy. If you are saved, there has to be a, a difference. And Israel went to foreign gods. And God said, what are you doing? God said, do you know what you're doing? Do you know what you're leaving? It's like a 16-year-old like saying, I'm leaving the house. I'm running away. You'd be like, you, you ain't got nothing. What, what, where you going? I'm out of here. I don't want to obey by your rule. That's what they, they don't want to, God is too strict. You know, can't do that, can't do that, can't do that. God said, you know what he said? He said, go ahead. You tell your, tell your old child, all right, okay, go, go on out there. Go on out there and, and, and see, see how hard it is by yourself. Go ahead. You, you think you bad. I don't want to obey, but I want to do what I want to do. Like, like what they say, disobedience is like uh, giving you saying, I'm going to disobey because if I disobey, it gives me a right to do what I want to do. do. Can you afford to do what you want to do? Can, can, you, can you go through the consequences of your actions? Let's see what he said. Verse 11 and 12. But my people would not heed my voice. And Israel would have none of me. This is a celebration. <laughs> and he said, they, they, they didn't want me. And my kids, some of them say, oh, that, that's y'all's day. That, that's y'all's day. It ain't like that. No, yes, it's still like that. You may have different things changing. We had the same feelings. We, we had the same feelings. We felt mom wouldn't let us do what we want. We had the same feelings. We had the same hormones. We had the same pressure. It ain't unique. Hello, somebody. And the same God that we have to answer to is the same God you have to answer to. Y'all don't like this teaching. He said, my people would not heed my voice. Israel would have none of me. So, he, so I gave them over to their own Stubborn heart. Now, this is a, this is a song of celebration. He just, <laughs> I, I like Asaph. He's one of my favorite songwriters. 
Uh, Mark used to be my favorite songwriter, but I don't know, Asaph, he, he can write. <laughs> so I gave them over to their own stubborn heart to walk in their own, in other words, they're going to take their own advice. When you got a child giving child advice, guess what? You're going to get child results. When you have a disobedient person giving another disobedient person advice, you're going to have rebellion. And then he lets them go, and then Asaph says he grieves. He grieves. You know, you, you, you let them go, Mother Pratt, but you grieve, saying, they're making a mistake. They, they, they're, gonna, they're headed for trouble. You don't listen. Listen. You, you, you think you know, and I'm trying to help you know. You, you think you have all the answers, and you don't have any answers. So he grieves like a child. He grieves and said, I, I can't even help you because this is your milk. This is, your, this is what you want. I can't help you until you come back to my turn. You can't, you, you, you ain't gonna, you ain't gonna do drugs in my house. You, you ain't gonna smoke weed in my house. You, you, you ain't gonna tell me off in the house I pay for. You, you ain't gonna tell me to sit down in the house I paid for. So I'm gonna grieve, but you're gonna got to get out. You gotta go. I, I, it, it's gonna hurt me, but you gotta go. And, and, and God's saying, uh, if you were with me, I could protect you. But, but you wanna be on your, you wanna be by yourself. You wanna worship your own gods. And He said, "Oh, that my people." Verse thirteen. Oh, that my people would listen to me. Oh, that my people would listen to me, that Israel would walk in my ways. I got everything for you. I got blessings. I got favor. I got healing. I've got a land flowing with milk and honey. And you still, what more can he do? He sent Jesus to die for you, and young folks still saying, I, I can't wait till I get out of here. I'm going to do my own thing. I, 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 I'm yearning. I'm, I'm yearning. I, 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 20 years, I'm going to be 77. Then y'all going to turn me off. That old man, he needs to sit down. I, I'm looking to hand the baton off. Ian Isaac. Ian Isaac. Uh, KJ. Uh, Brooke. I, I want to hand the baton off. Kaylee, uh, Kaylee, Kristen, Sydney, I want to hand the baton off to the next preacher, to the next pastor, Cameron, to the next pastor. Who, who's going to step it up? Who's going to take uh, investment in God's work? Who's going to take investment in the kingdom? Because our time is limited. They're going to be sitting us down. But, but the church cannot be conformed to the world. You, you cannot say, when I get in charge, we're going we gonna to let them smoke weed. When I get in charge, we're going to let them sin. God said, no. You, gotta, you cannot conform to the world. What, 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 what goes for Israel went for me. 
What goes for me goes to young people. There is one God, and he hates sin. And we are to present ourselves a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God. In other words, I told them, I said, and they were talking about what happened in Texas. And, uh, and, I, and of course, I can give you, I told them I can give you the short answer. You know, I took them to Isaiah. My ways are not your ways. My thoughts are not your thoughts. And God's ways are beyond ours. Or, In other words, God is like, he's, he looks at the big picture. We're in the now. We don't see everything. That's the short answer. But, but there is a struggle that we don't have the answers why, how, how a demonic possessed person can, can kill an innocent child. That, 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 that's a struggle to really look at, not, not the big picture of God, but to look at the, the event and say, that child didn't do nothing. That child was not out sinning. That, those are seven-year-olds, eight-year-olds. They're, they're still innocent. They're still learning how, and, and if, you, if you just stay right there, it, it, it'll, it'll make you kind of, and I just say, you know what, the big answer is I don't have all the answers. And I'm big enough to say, I don't know. I do know God has us, and his ways are not our ways. And some things we are not going to understand because we don't see the big picture. I can say that, that, that when, when, when America slaps God's face, took out prayer in the school, took out stuff in the school, came, came, and now making provisions for trans, transgender, uh, now they got to have a unisex. I mean, I could, I could go down that road and it's like, okay, now, now when, you, when you honored God, it was a little bit better. When you, when you ignored God, God says, do what you want to do. Do what you want to do. You got this? God said, get it. And this is the result. And then they always want to do this. They always want to blame God, but they're not living for God, but they want to blame God. And I said this, I, I said this, and I'll say it to anybody whose theology is different, everything that happens is not God's will. Y'all say that God's permissive will. Permissive will is not in the Bible. What God allows, he does not always will it. In other words, he does not always approve what he allows. He allows sin, but he does not approve of sin. Y'all hear me? We have free choice we have, and I said, you know, if God made us robots, then it would not be a relationship. And I'm closing. If God made us robots, it would not be a relationship. In other words, if he made us to serve him, in other words, if, if I had my, my, my wife in, in prison as, as a slave, wouldn't let her go anywhere and say, you're going to serve me, you're going to love me. 
that's not a marital relationship. A marital relationship is, I want to be here. And then I'm committed to this commitment. And I'm committed because I want to be committed. I'm here because I want to be. So God says, this is how I want my people. I'm going to give you sin. I'm going to give you disobedience. I don't want you to choose it. I want you to choose me. But it cannot be a relationship if there is no option. So because people choose sinful options is not God's fault. And people want to, they want to, they want to do what they want to do and they still want to say, see, that's why I don't believe in God because he let that happen. He don't let things happen. We leave God. And God is saying, as I close, he's saying, this is your opportunity to get with me. This is your opportunity of blessing. This is your opportunity of healing. This is your opportunity of having a way maker. This is your opportunity, even when he says this, with honey from the rock. Verse 16. This is what I'm going to close on. Listen at this because this is what he closed on. With honey from the rock, I would have satisfied. Not I will, I would have. He's saying, if you stay with me, what is a rock? A rock is a hard place. A rock is a hard thing. A rock is a hard circumstance. And he said, I'll take those hard situations and make them sweet. I'll take those hard times and make them sweet. Are you all hearing me? God said, if you, if you trust me, if you obey me, I'll take what is difficult and make it sweet. It may still be a rock, but you can get through it. It may still be hard, but I'll go through it with Jesus. It may still be an obstacle, but he'll give me peace. Everybody standing. Come on, say don't miss that opportunity. Don't miss the opportunity. Don't miss that move of God in your life. Don't choose disobedience and rebellion over obeying God. He said, you went after foreign gods. You know, the biggest foreign god we have today is self. The biggest idol we have today is self. Saints are struggling with self-gratification. Please me. Please me. What is that going to do for me? What can I get out of it? Isn't that the Bible? In the last days, men will be lovers of themselves. They love themselves. If, if, God, is going, if God is not going to fit in my schedule, I can't do it. 
If, if God is not going to conform to what I want to do, later form. In other words, if, if God is not going to let me be, that's why people find churches and people open up churches and it don't even look like a church. They can cuss, they can drink, they can fight, they can do anything they want, and they call it church because it's got to fit what I want to do. And God is saying, if you want God to be God in your life, you got to be all in. All in. All in. Give everything to him. Give your life to him. Seek to please God, not to be religious. Don't come here on Sunday morning to give God two hours, and then your life does not measure up with his word. He's saying, I got so much more for you. I am a witness that when I sold out for Jesus, he has provided a peace I have. And that's what I'm offering you, peace in Jesus. If you want to be sold out for God, maybe your mouth is, was not open wide. Maybe it was just open a little. But God said, open your mouth wide, I'll fill it. Let's come to the altar and just do a repentance or a reflection or you may want to, I just want to give God my all. I want to give God my all. Just come to the altar. Whoever that is, I want to, I want to sell out for God. I don't want God to conform to me. I want to conform to God. Hallelujah. 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 I want to sell out. Hallelujah. I'm selling out. I'm selling out. There could be areas that you're, you are closed-minded about. There could be areas that you're closed, but God said, Op open your mouth wide. I'll fill it. Every need, every desire, every lack. Give him your lack. He'll complete you. Someone else needs to come. Young people, he's calling you. He's calling you, young people. He's calling you to be more. Young people, he's calling you. Don't, don't, don't miss it. Don't miss it. He's calling. He's calling more. Come on. Hallelujah. I'm, I'm, I'm surrendering my all to him. Come on. Come, come to the altar. I'm not going to straddle the fence. My struggles I'm going to give to him. Hallelujah. Bow that head. Glory to God. I'm putting myself on the altar. I'm, I'm putting myself on the altar. Hallelujah. 
And I want you to begin to start praying. I'm going to join you. But God, whatever you want to surrender, whatever that, whatever you came up here for, start praying it to God. Start giving it to God. I'm going to join in. But there's someone else that needs to be here. Don't miss this opportunity. Don't miss your opportunity. Don't miss your opportunity. God was lamenting. He was crying, saying, Israel, I could have been so much more. God is saying, you, you, I want to be so much more in your life. I want to be so much more in your life. Come, come, come. Father God, in Jesus' name. Father God, in Jesus' name. Father God, in Jesus' name. Father, we open our mouth wide. We open our hearts wide. We open our minds wide. I want everybody on the altar to say, Lord, I, I open myself wide. I expose everything. Fill me. Hallelujah. Come on, just say, fill me. Whatever that filling is, it could be love, it could be, it, it could be whatever it is. Just, just say, fill me. With your presence, with your glory. And Father, help me to understand how to surrender to you. Father, I don't want to miss my opportunity. I don't want to miss my opportunity of your glory. I don't want to miss your opportunity of your favor and your blessings. I don't want to miss it. Come on, say, I don't want to miss it, Father. Whatever you're doing, whatever you're saying, speak to my heart. In the name of Jesus, Satan, I'm coming against the attacks of your enemy. Cast the devil out of my mind. Come on, say, cast the devil out of my mind. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now, I want to, God, God's saying, he already said in his word, not I would have, now he's saying I will. <laughs> I will, I will. Listen, saints. He said, for those of you who have given me your all, I will. For those of you who have given me your all, I will. I will be everything in your life. Now, young, young people, let me tell you, let, let, me, let me tell you, let me tell you that the baton is being passed. The baton is being passed. Get ready to receive what God has for you. Take the mantle. Take it. Don't run from it. When you say, I'm not good enough, none of us are good enough. But you take it, and just like Paul said, watch, his strength will be made perfect in your weakness. You give all that you are to God and let him do and perfect. I want you to start praising God in this house.
I want you to magnify him. I want you to praise him and magnify him.